this is reasonable advice too, I think. Where the problem area lies, people think it lies in taking too much. It lies in taking too little. Because if you take too little, you can resist it. You can struggle with it. And then it can turn into a real mess because you're afraid of it. And you actually have the power to some degree to resist it. What you want to do is take sufficiently enough that there's no escape and that the transition from ordinary reality to fully loaded is as quick as possible because the going up is somewhat terrifying. For example, let's use psilocybin as the model. Here's how it works for me. This is not tea. This is eating raw mushrooms. It comes on more slowly. So after an hour or so, you know, of, and the way I do it is I sit in, after, as soon as the mushroom enters my body, I sit and meditate. Uh, I noticed in South America they don't do it like this. They dose the ayahuasca and then everybody just goes on talking about their motorcycles and the jobs at the sawmill and uh, who's conning. It's like totally, they toss it. There's a brief moment they pour, they toss it down, then they all go back to raving at each other about mundane life. And then 30 minutes later, on the dot, the shaman blows his whistle or shakes his shakyapa, his leaf, uh, dry leaf bouquet, and everybody settles down, and it's like it comes on within two minutes. As soon as the guy starts singing, he just invokes it. The way I do it is I, uh, I take the mushroom or the ayahuasca and then I sit and I roll bombers uh, so I'll have them ready if I need them and then and I just sit as I'm going to sit during the trip and I've unplugged the telephone and I've uh, gotten everything squared away and it begins to come on at about the 40 minute or the 60 minute mark and as and it's there's sometimes some nausea as it comes on and then I smoke a bomber or half a bomber. I, and, then, and then it catapults it into the full deployment of the thing where you just hang on. There's about a 25-minute period where all your only job is to, is to hang on. It builds. It's like watching an atomic explosion on the other side of 50 feet of absolutely clear crystal glass. I mean, you can't believe this is happening, quote-unquote, in my mind. You have the feeling that everybody from Seattle to San Diego has just crawled under their desk as this thing tore past, but it's in your mind. And then, uh, then there is the interaction with it, which moment-to-moment you are pretty coherent, but you lose it. It, A lot of it does not transcribe into short-term memory. And then after about an hour or 40 minutes of that, it becomes more manageable, more memorable. Uh, The most mind-boggling parts of it are just not possible to bring out of it because language fails. Because English, there are no words There are no words even close. I mean, sometimes you'll bring out an image or a metaphor, but out of five hours of tripping, you bring out, you know, half a notebook page of metaphors, and yet you were entirely uh, 
engaged during that time. Now, this question about fear, which is a real question, because when everything begins to slide, if you are not, if it's 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 more than most people who haven't done it expect. They have heard it, they've read the books, they, they but they think it's a metaphor. They don't understand. It's really going to happen, and it's really going to happen to you. And there's a tendency to clutch or to try and resist it. The thing to do in those situations, I think, and it's counterintuitive to how Western people think, but the thing to do is to sing, to sit up, not to assume the fetal position. See, what you might tend to do is assume the fetal position and tell yourself, my God, this is the most appalling thing that's ever happened to me. If I can just live through it, it'll be all right. I've taken this drug. If I can just wait through. How long did they say it will be? Seven hours. Uh, I see it. It started two minutes ago. Uh, If I can just... No, the thing to do is to sit up and to sing. Why? Well, being practical people, to oxygenate your brain, to move this the entire this thing that's happened to you, though it may have one claw in heaven, its roots are in your neurophysiology and in the chemistry of the drug. You want to move your physiology around. So oxygenating your brain can't fail to do this. So you sing, and this almost always is accompanied by a sense of power, control, equilibrium, and uh, so forth and so on. Not always. I mean, let's face it, you're a product of a nutty society, and there are unexamined crevices and uncleaned out drain traps in all of us, and... uh, and you're going to encounter that stuff. The good news is the earlier psychedelic trips tend to deal with that. If You will quickly discover taking psychedelics that either you can work through your personal issues and become a psychedelic explorer, or this is just stronger medicine than you are up for, and you would be far better to go back to psychoanalysis or whatever works for you. Uh, Some people just can't take it. Uh, Why is that? Well, because what it does is it dissolves boundaries. And most of us are over-boundary defined. But some of us are having an uphill battle getting some boundaries in place and realizing we are not the telephone or the tree or the person we live with. And so for those people who are having trouble establishing and maintaining boundaries, this is the last thing on earth they should get involved. Cannabis. 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 (laughs) Yeah. When you're in the state that you're experiencing the total loss of ego or boundaries, is it possible that your physical self could just literally stop? Because I have... Well, people often... Yes, wonders. Often people wonder. You, you get into a place where it's so unfamiliar that, you, that the question comes up, have I done it this time? 
you know, are, am I dying or am I in danger? The, the answer is the odds are incredibly against you being seriously in danger. People don't die from psychedelics unless they have uh, heart conditions or some incredibly rare medical condition. The problem is that the ego feels threatened by the boundary dissolution. And its ace is your self-identification with it. And it can actually say to you, you are dying. And here's the evidence. And you have to say, no, it's unlikely. Uh, and sing your way through it. But this is really tough. I mean, talk, this is, you know, the Buddhists talk about slaying the ego. This is slaying the ego for real. You must slay it, uh, otherwise it will spread panic into your whole psychological system will, will give way to panic and hysteria. So, unless there is some real reason to think you're dying, and you should have done your homework, you should know what to expect. For example, if you take uh, LSD and begin intense bouts of vomiting, this is not a proper reaction to LSD. Something is wrong, either with the LSD or with your relationship to it. You should know what, a because a typical trip will put you through changes, but is not dangerous. But if you suddenly begin exhibiting uh, some symptom, uh, heart fibrillation or, or something like that, then you want to have, uh, this is why then the, there's always the issue of the buddy system. Should there be somebody else there and what about all that? My position is if you're anxious, then you should have a sitter. If you're going to do it alone, you should certainly tell someone so that they will check on you after a while. Uh, I don't like doing it in groups or with sitters because inevitably I get spun into them. Uh, you, what I want to do is go as deep as possible and be it. And even if I'm alone with one other person, culture is the third guest at the table. You know, if you start. I mean, I've often found myself in the middle of psychedelic trips thinking, I'm sure glad there's nobody else here to see this because I'm sure it would alarm an observer because I have my leg thrown back up over my neck and I'm screaming in Urdu or something. But it's okay. After a few minutes, it's okay. But if there were an observer, they would feel the need to do something, you know. And often, like I've seen people... You, you, smoking DMT and people moan and they say no 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 and they moan and well, so then you know you get them back together and constituted and you say how was it and they say it was fantastic <laughs> so you realize you know how they present is not uh, reliable